What does it take to be a champion? Jay and I visit the London Lions as they sit on top of the throne. Let's get behind this weld oil machine. Stay locked. London has become what it always should have been. Center stage, all eyes look into the big smoke in anticipation of what is to come for British basketball. London Lions have become the flagship for the country, carrying a nation's expectations on its back. Such is the attention that Encore NBA and WNBA talent is blessing our shores. Basketball fever sweeping the streets of London and making the copper box a fortress for all who dare to challenge. Fans around the country peering in with intrigue and envy as we all join for an exciting European adventure. Domestically, the cabinet grows and the bar continues to rise. Winning is a staple to their carnivore diet. Lions standing tall in the pride of British basketball. But don't let the glitz and glamour distract you. This has been success by design. The team behind the team. General managers Brett Berman and Vanya Cernicek flanked by a talented backroom of media, operations and performance to name just a few unsung heroes. On the court, young, polished, ambitious coaches leading the charge with talent we have yet to comprehend. As we stare at the future of British basketball, guess what? This franchise is just getting started. The locker room DJ goes to Shaquilla Joseph. She has all genres in her Spotify for sure. Locker room DJ, probably Shanice, just consistent all the time. I have to go with Shanice on that one. Brings the speaker, she's ready, she's on it. It is Shanice, but she gave me one chance to be on the Orcs and I did a great job, so. My hero growing up was probably my mom. I would say my mom, and uh, like just sports-wise, I would say uh, LeBron James. And I guess in, as a sports person, it's probably Frank Lampard. So I support, Lampard. Yeah, I support okay. Chelsea, I loved him. Ooh, hero growing up is probably Becky Hammond. Loved just, the way she, you know, was short and was a hooper, and, and then now what she's doing is just, I still like admire everything that she is. I love Linford, I love um, all the fast sprinters. I watch a lot of like tennis as well. I never watched basketball, so the Williams sisters, that was kind of like my heroes in different sports. My team's quite swaggy, I'm not gonna lie. And I like to dress nice and they kind of follow. I would say the worst is Leslie. I'm gonna have to go with Leslie on this one. That American Texas swag, you know, it's not really my style. Sorry, <laughs> hands down, Leslie Walpole. She just color blocks. She's wearing pink, she's wearing pink, she's wearing blue, it's blue. I believe everyone voted for me. Just cause I, you know, I just wake up and go sometimes. And I just, yeah, but I would say if I were to vote, probably Holly, you know, cause I'm sure she voted for me. <laughs> Sneakerhead, I'll say, ooh, there's a couple on the team. I'll say Kiki, because she got the, the styling Jordans and the Nikes, but she also got the Crocs, and I, I'm a fan of the Crocs. 
I feel like we have a few on our team. I would say uh, me, Chantel, um, Shanice. Chantel Charles. She loves her sneakers. She sends me uh, sneakers all the time on Instagram and she spends my money for me. Probably Chantel. Anytime I've got a question, should I buy these shoes, I go to Chantel, so definitely her. We try to hook each other up, you know, when the shoes release and stuff. Um, my favorite road trip of the season has been a random one that wasn't in the schedule. It was to Venice. I thought Italy was pretty nice. Italy was, it was different. We kind of went sightseeing around the city a little bit. Uh, we threw in a quick last minute trip to play um, just to get some more games and it was fantastic. We got to ride the boats and do a little bit of tourist, but also play and win. Uh, favorite road trips, probably Newcastle away. You know, we just got knocked out Euro Cup. It was like quite a, like a binding moment for the team. So, and we won by 80. So it was, it was a good first step into Dobie BBL again. Oh, favorite road trip probably when we won at the Cup and we just had like a fun little bus bag with champagne and people dancing and it was just a good time. Yes, that's right. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Great to hear from the girls. Leslie, bad times, but it's time to head over with Drew as he catches up with star point guard, Jordan Taylor. JT, what's life in London like, man? Man, life in London is uh, it's amazing, man. It's yeah. amazing. It's like... Uh, Say it's like New York with a European twist, so it's it's fun. It's nice for an American. Yeah, and there's so many options, man. You talk about food, spots, culture. What's your favorite spot? What's your go-to? Ah, oh, man. Some some people know they probably say I like going to Soho House, man. Oh <laughs> like yeah. Soho, but, but to eat, honestly, food is is easy. I go all over. I like the shoom. That's probably my Indian food. It's probably my favorite restaurant. Right. Well, so now you're here in the British Basketball League, but you played all around the world. When is the first time that you heard anything about British basketball? Man, I actually heard British basketball for me got put on the map by my guy Gino Crandall. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't too familiar with it, but obviously keeping up with Gino, I grew up uh, a little bit older than him. Uh, but his he went to the rival high school, and you know he was winning MVP over here. So that was the first time I was like, okay, like I, I heard about the league. And then obviously them uh, with London Lions being uh, Euro Cup this year really popped on my radar this summer. And I actually, I, I wanted to come here from, Ryan will tell you that I wanted to come here immediately uh, as soon as I had seen that. Yeah, and I mean, you got here mid-season, you got here in December, and as you mentioned, the London Lions are playing in Euro Cup and everything around the organization, the culture, has just been booming. What shift have you seen from when your first arrival till now? Yeah, my first game, there was, there was some fans in the stands my first game, but, you know, just talking to the other guys, they were saying at first there wasn't, wasn't a lot of fans, you know, early on. Worse than now, it feels like we're, feels like we're selling out every game. Yeah. The atmosphere around the arena is fun. Um, I think I went to, um, to Borough Market one day, and I had, like, three people come up to me, like, oh, you play for London Lions. Oh, so wow. I was like, yeah, so I was like, all right. That's so, dope. like, you can kind of see the excitement, 777. They've done a, a great job marketing, uh, marketing the, the season, and then, you know, it's just, as you could tell, it's something's buzzing, and we obviously had a solid run in Euro Cup. Obviously, would have liked it to go further, but um, you could tell it's trying to build something that, that could uh, that could be sustained. In, in Euro Cup, you guys overachieved. You guys represented the country to the fullest. What, what's the next step that the organization can go? Uh, you know, I think it's to kind of just build on that. You know, obviously, you're in Euro Cup next year, and you want to go further. 
but I think, you know, Ryan and Brett have done a good job building a culture, just a great group of guys. And the, I think, you know, they probably deserve, I'm, I'm giving the PC answer because of my coach and my, those are my bosses, right? But, <laughs> but in all honesty, like, you know, they did a great job with, you know, Tariq going down day one, um, which is, uh, you know, unfortunately, but fortunately a reason that I, I got to come, uh, come be here. Costa had to leave. Uh, everybody, you know, we were talking about over here, everybody's been injured, it seems like, at one point or another. So to be able to get to the playoffs and with, you know, kind of makeshift rosters and putting pieces together uh, is, is pretty impressive. So I think just get, get the group of guys here next year and, and keep everybody as healthy as possible and just build on what, what we already did. And in my 20 years in this country, the question I always ask myself is, why isn't basketball popping in, in London? And now you're starting to see that. Are you starting to get some calls from guys across the pond or other guys starting to inquire about hoops in this country? Yeah, man, the overseas basketball players, English is, English is the great connector I, for us. I can man. imagine. So <laughs> I, think, I think that you know anybody would want to play in, in the UK just for, for that reason alone. But then you know I think now guys are seeing that we're in Euro Cup. You hear the rumblings of a couple other teams maybe playing in Europe. Uh, they hear about cities like Newcastle, um, like Manchester, that are really booming cities. And I think, you know, eventually if, if you know, you continue to build and, and grow the league, I think you can really have something special where it's one of the, you know, a, a top league in, uh, or attracts top talent in Europe. Well, speaking of that, investment, Toronto Raptor OG Ananobi just been announced as an investor for the London Lions. What does that mean to British basketball? I mean, that, that's huge, right? OG, I mean, he's, he's British himself. I know he hasn't spent time with the national team, but you would hope, hopefully that brings some interest for him to even play with the national team at some point. Um, it, it's one of those things, man, I think um, when you hear about that and OG investing, I've actually had a couple friends who are NBA guys who have called me about getting in touch with, with investor, with 777 about trying to invest. So I think just like one of those domino effects, man. And then, you know, I think, <laughs> Uh, funny enough, you're gonna have dudes coming out of coming out of woodwork with British passport, dating back to the Revolutionary <laughs> War and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying talking about I'm British trying to get over here, so um, it, it's that's a big deal. It's a big deal to have a name like that associated with the league and with the Lions, and uh, I think that's something that spearheads basketball or any sport uh, moving forward. Finally, what, a guy that's played all around the world, what's the big attraction to the UK for someone like yourself? Oh, for me, man, honestly, uh, it was a lot of things. I don't know if we got enough time. It, like I said, it's obviously the English speaking uh, uh, component of it, but I think it's just the culture. Like UK culture is really similar for Americans, probably the most similar you could get overseas. And I think a lot of guys coming overseas, uh, that quality of life and the comfortability, I mean, you know, you know it matters. When, exactly, <laughs> that peace of mind, man, is everything. Yeah. It's everything overseas. And if you could go to, Lithuania or Romania or wherever it is or I you know I even say like Turkey some places in Turkey I think some guys would prefer to come to a place that's closer to America um, easier to get home just it's just a it's a smoother transition smoother process and if the league is good then it's like it's almost like living at home uh, to a degree JT I'm a big fan of yours man appreciate your time man well let's get to know this guy's teammates a little bit better I think I'm playing chess, I see a king, I'm at his neck. I'm three steps ahead of every move, now that's a check. Yes, they want to know my secret, it's because I never slept. All my nightmares... Biggest practice joker is definitely Luke. Luke Nelson, he joke around a lot, so... He's the funniest guy on the team, so I'm not gonna lie. Probably Costa before. Um, now I would say it's like... 
Josh Sharma or uh, or Zuba. Probably Luke Nelson is the, is the top guy we want to go to if you want to have a laugh. Uh, if I could play with anyone, I'd have to be my dad. I think that's going to be a cool experience. Definitely Sandecker. He, he's, he's been the go-to guy for, for most of the last years. I'd probably love to play off of Steph Curry or Giannis because uh, they draw so much attention and that you'd be able to just feel like you have all the space in the world and just do whatever you want. I would like to play again with Costa Kufos because he's not here anymore and I would like to have a one more season with him. I'd say if it was to, uh, to describe Coach Schmidt, I'd say passionate. 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 Uh, committed. Dedicated. Too nice. Understanding. And very thoughtful. You can see he's, he's ticking things over in his head, you can see it. Misunderstood. My favorite road trip, I would say probably the first one. Uh, it was a lot of anticipation. It was like anxiety, which always makes it special. And we play in Tel Aviv with amazing fans. Uh, I think my favorite road trip was probably the Paris trip. Obviously, it's a big route with kind of quote-unquote rivalry, you know, Paris versus London. Obviously, went over there and got a, got a big win, so that was pretty special. You know, going in the playoffs, uh, Euro Cup, definitely, you know, having opportunity, putting the London Lions uh, on the big big screen, uh, putting a BBL on the, on the map, definitely that the moment uh, we all gonna remember for the rest of our life. Coach, what has it been like coaching these guys? It's been a lot of fun. You know, I think we got a good group of guys. Obviously, we've kind of endured a lot of injuries this year. Um, but again, as far as you look at the, our season and what we've done both domestically and in Europe, you know, it's been a lot of challenges. But as a coach, you know, my first time being over here, you know, I couldn't ask for a better group of guys to do it with. And reverting back to your playing days, which coach influenced you the most? That would have to be my uh, American football coach, uh, Tom Smythe. You know, again, is a guy that when I was in high school really influenced me as far as you know the, the relationships. He was, again, it was more than just the, the coach on the field, but it was, again, a lot of stuff off the field and really kind of impacted me just as a young man at the time. And again, he was the one guy when I got into coaching, you know, who I thought that's kind of how I want to mold my coaching style like as far as, again, being someone that cares about people on and off the court. Um, but he's someone I still stay in touch with this day uh, and someone I've tried to kind of model, you know, my philosophy after as well. Well, speaking of influence, the BBL, your coach competition is now open for voting, so make sure you guys head to the British Basketball website and vote for your favorite coach. He's my coach. Um, I wouldn't nominate anybody else. It's nice to be uh, recognized by your, your, your fellow peers. My coach is a great role model, very inspirational. And they help me with basketball moves that I can't learn yet. Tell us why your coach should win. We've nominated our coach and now it's your turn. What a day. Thank you so much to the London Lions. Players, coaches, staff, you've been incredible. The Copper Box, what an amazing place to come to. The capital has been so kind to us. Drew, lead us out. Like you mentioned, London is a vibe. The London Lions organization, who are full of superstars, but you know my favorite star? Thomas Live Zupcic. So you guys head over to the BBL's YouTube channel, get in those comment sections, and vote for your favorite lion. But until then, Jay and I gotta get on the road, but you can catch us same time, different location here on the show.